Welcome to Brookings First United Methodist Church and our podcast, Messages from First United Methodist Brookings. This podcast is an audio version of Pastor Pete Grassow's sermons from the First United Methodist Church in Brookings, South Dakota. You can watch the full services online anytime on our website at brookingsmethodist.org or at the link in the episode notes. On behalf of Pastor Pete and our entire church family, thank you for joining us. If you have been following each week, you will know that we are in a season of prayer. The bishop and the leadership of the Dakotas Conference of the United Methodist Church have invited all the churches in our conference to begin 2024 with 28 days of prayer. I began this series by speaking of prayer as breathing, that God has breathed life into us and our prayers can be as intimate as the breath that crosses our lips. I then spoke of prayer as repentance, that prayer begins with repentance and a dependence on the power of God, the dunamis of God. Last week, I invited us to discover that the deepest places of prayer can include questioning God. In fact, It's only in questioning that we find space to grow spiritually. Today, we will spend a moment reflecting on how we pray. And I offer some questions to get us thinking. Is there a holy place for prayer? Surely there must be some special method to attract God's attention. And do I have to learn special words or say a specific thing? in order for God to hear me. I take us to the Gospel of Mark to assist us in answering this. I read from Mark chapter 1, verses 29 to 39. After leaving the synagogue, Jesus, James and John went home with Simon and Andrew. Simon's mother-in-law was in bed, sick with a fever, and they told Jesus about her at once. He went to her, took her by the hand and raised her up. The fever left her and she served them. That evening at sunset, people brought to Jesus those who were sick or demon-possessed. The whole town gathered near the door. He healed many who were sick with all kinds of diseases and threw out many demons. But he didn't let the demons speak because they recognized him. Early in the morning, well before sunrise, Jesus rose and went to a deserted place where he could be alone in prayer. Simon and those with him tracked him down. When they found him, they told him, everyone's looking for you. He replied, let's head in the other direction to the nearby villages so that I can preach there too. That's why I've come. He traveled throughout Galilee, preaching in their synagogues and throwing out demons. Just so far. And we thank God for Mark and for his account of the life of Jesus. I thought of a couple more questions. So when we pray, is it best to be alone or best to be with other people? When we pray, is it best to stay silent or to pray aloud? And there are thousands of words written 
about the best ways to pray, but today I want to take us back to Jesus. I've just read a passage about Jesus praying, and perhaps there is guidance from observing the prayers of Jesus. Our story begins with Jesus praying at the bedside of a sick woman. Mark's Gospel tells us that Jesus left the synagogue and went and prayed with Peter's mother-in-law. And I wonder, surely it should have been the other way around. She should have come to the synagogue for prayer. So many preachers give the impression that the best prayers, the most effective prayers, are those said by them in their church. In fact, they'll advertise, come to my church this Sunday and we will pray for miracles. Then there are people who believe you need to find that one holy place for your prayers to work. And some will travel across the world to places such as Lourdes in France or the Jordan River in Israel, because somehow this makes the prayer work. Well, let's note, Jesus does not do that. He goes to the sick person. Because you see, prayers can take place anywhere. Effective prayers are not confined to a building or to some special location. God hears every prayer that is offered, no matter where it's prayed. In this story, the story told by Mark, the prayer is offered in a house. There isn't sacred music or special lighting or people hovering with prayer cards. There's just a simple prayer at the bedside of a sick woman, and she's healed. Trust the power of prayer, not the location or the atmosphere. But let's continue with the story. Having prayed for Peter's mother-in-law, Jesus discovers a crowd of people standing outside the front door. They all want him to pray for them. Now surely this is the moment for Jesus to say to everyone, Guys, I'm tired. I've been preaching and teaching all day. Come next Sabbath, we'll have a miracle healing service. But instead, Jesus begins praying. And I can imagine those who are passing by asking what's going on, and when they discover Jesus is praying, they join the line. And Jesus prays for them all, one by one, paying individual attention. And here's the lesson. There's not one particular holy moment when God is present. There isn't a happy hour for God. The moment someone asks for a prayer, that moment becomes holy because we pause and recognize God's presence. We can pray anytime, anywhere, even on the front doorstep. And then the next morning, Jesus is missing. I imagine the mother of the house probably wanted to give him a special breakfast to thank him for his prayers, and he can't be found anywhere. Finally, they discover him in an isolated place, what the Bible calls a deserted place. Jesus was praying. He was not praying for anyone. He was praying as a way of being with God. And it seems this refreshed his soul because he then led his little group into the rest of Galilee, preaching and praying for people. So to recap, Jesus prays in the synagogue, and here he would have used the liturgical prayers of psalms and hymns. 
Jesus holds a sick woman's hand and prays at her bedside. Jesus prays at the front door for people on the street. Jesus prays out in a deserted place. And then Jesus wanders through Galilee, praying for anyone who asked for prayer. And here is the lesson Jesus teaches us. Prayer can take place anywhere, at any time. It's not the setting that matters, it's not the form of words that's used, and it's not a specific posture that's required. Instead, prayer is when we simply check in with God. You can be in your bedroom, in your vehicle, in church, in the store, even in the doctor's waiting room or in the bar. Prayer can be singing to yourself as you get through your day. So let me invite you to walk in the park and speak to God. To think of people you love as you do the dishes and place them in God's care. To be grateful to God for each thing you eat. And please sing. Sing quietly, sing like an opera singer, sing out of tune, sing like a child, but above all, sing the love of your heart to God. I found these words by Sarah Teasdale, an American poet. She offers this description of prayer. When I am dying, let me know. Let me know that I sang as children sing, fitting tunes to everything, loving life for its own sake. Thank you for listening to this message from First United Methodist Brookings. To get every message delivered to you, subscribe to this podcast for free and leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. You can always find more information about our services and outreach on our website at brookingsmethodist.org and on our Facebook page at Brookings First United Methodist Church. On behalf of Pastor Pete and all of Brookings First United Methodist Church, thank you for listening. This podcast was produced by Sam Becker on behalf of First United Methodist Church in Brookings, South Dakota. Intro and outro music was performed by our praise team under CCLI license number 936719, streaming plus license number 210-39161. Visit BrookingsMethodist.org for more information.